There's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. If you're gonna play the game, you gotta learn to play Welcome to the Strange Harbors podcast, a weekly discussion of all things film, television, and pop culture. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Duray and Derek Wong. So this week we're talking about Zack Snyder's 10th film, Army of the Dead, which is not a sequel to his 2004 film, Dawn of the Dead. So I did not have liking two Zack Snyder films on my 2021 bingo card. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. It's right in the center of my card and I got it. Oh, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I like this movie. I, I really dug this. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's his best movie since Dawn of the Dead. Is that high praise? I don't know. It's definitely his best movie since his Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's absolutely. I mean, I guess maybe, Jeff, you're already given your answer. Amir, do you like this better than the Snyder Cut? No. I, I'll be honest. I didn't like this that much. Oh, oh really? Okay. There's that answer. No, I didn't like this that much. I'm surprised that you, that you, that you uh, enjoyed it so much, Jeff. I feel like the Snyder Cut was the start of an about face for Zack Snyder, where he just kind of let go of his like pretensions a lot. I mean, this still has totally signature Zack Snyder problems. It's way too long. It's like Dude, 45 it's minutes so too long. long. It's so long. And, like, the characters are thin, and he's got, like, the needle drops. But everything's not, like, pretentious like Batman v Superman was or, like, Man of Steel. There's no, like, heavy-handed religious iconography and pretentious dialogue and, and just ham-fisted stuff. I think this was just pure zombie heist movie fun. I mean, this movie is very, very easy to nitpick. It's not airtight in any means or fashion because it is not. It's just got plenty of holes in it. There's lots of problems, but I don't know. This was a lot of fun. It's a zombie heist movie. And like, if you can let go of your benefit of the doubt, I feel like this was great. I thought it was his best movie since Dawn of the Dead, actually. Wow, I, I really, really liked very it. high praise. I think the action was great. I think Dave Bautista's fantastic. I like Dave Bautista. He's quickly becoming my favorite wrestler turned actor, I think. I think he's got like a, a soulfulness that The Rock and like maybe John Cena don't have. No, John Cena's not even in the same tier. It's him or The Rock, right? Yeah. I think lately you got to go Batista, but I feel like maybe overall body work is a toss-up. I don't know. But Batista does some interesting things, though, like his Sapper Morton in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, he, he does better movies. Yeah. The Rock's movies aren't amazing. Some of them are good. I mean... What's, like, the best thing you're like, oh, The Rock is in this and it whips? Probably the Fast movies, right? It's fast exactly. Five. Yeah, it's Fast, fast Five. Right? It's, it's Hobbs, Hobbs, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's gotta Hobbs, be. Man. I think it's gotta be him as Hobbs. What else is it? 
I kind of liked uh, that movie with Sean William Scott, The Rundown. You guys remember oh, yeah, that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a fun that's a, movie. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's his best performance, but I do think it's a fun performance. And that was, yeah, that was a good it's, movie. It's Fast Five or maybe like uh, The Scorpion King. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not The Scorpion King. But I, I was, I was going to say, I still think I like the Snyder Cut more. Really? Yes. Yeah, the Snyder Cut's better than this. What? No way. I like the Snyder Cut a lot, just because, like, comparing cuts and all, but, like, that thing is unwieldy at four and a half hours. I mean, we talked about that. Yeah. Like, it needed that four and a half hours, but a lot of that stuff didn't work either. Yeah. I was just pleasantly I mean, that's true. I think, I, I think it's the bigotry of low expectations with the Snyder Cut, whereas, like... Maybe. Now, going into this, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to do something good, and it didn't rise to that bar for me. I mean, I still think the Snyder Cut is better because I think the Snyder Cut in the end has actually some iconic moments that I'm going to remember. You know, like I think about that flash scene at the end where he's like running backwards, right? I think that's like a really cool scene. And I really enjoy that scene. And I think about it still sometimes, you know, versus like, I don't think there's anything in this that I think is iconic, right? Or something like I'm going to remember and this is like the best thing that, you know, has ever been put in in like zombie lore, you know what I mean? Like I don't get that from this movie. But I wasn't expecting that either. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting that from Justice League and he gave us that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. To get back to this movie. I did like this movie. I agree with you. I think Dave Batista is great in this movie, but there are some side characters that I think I love more than him. In this movie, like I love the Dieter character. Oh, I love Dieter too. He's great. Yeah, Dieter. Dieter was fun. Yeah, the uh, Tignotaro character I think comes in and is great also. I didn't like her as a comedian. I think she's funny, but she did fucking nothing for oh, me in this movie. Really? I, I thought she was totally miscast. Yeah, I didn't buy it. Maybe because I heard about the casting woes. But like for me, yeah, I know what happened. But, like it just it bugged me. It just felt like she was doing like a pastiche of like. I don't know, he's just very thinly drawn Starbuck ripoff or something. I just didn't work. Okay. Alright, so for me, I was like, oh shit, zombie heist movie. This is gonna whip ass. But it didn't have enough of the horror of the zombie movie or the charm of the heist movie to really, like, make it for me. Okay, fair, fair. I think because, like, you're, you, like, you want, like, a little bit of, like, a heist cat and mouse between the protagonist and antagonist. And you can't have that if they're all fucking mindless zombies. And, like, even the al- the alpha zombies or whatever, like, they don't have any personality. They're just, like, scarier fucking zombies. But there's no cat and mouse or charm or seduction or, like, wily sneaking your way in. It's like, let's fucking blast our way into this hotel and fucking, you know, I don't know. I guess the- they opened the door. That was, like, the only thing they did that was – and, like, there's no way he wasn't going to open the door, right? Or else there's no movie. He has to open it. So, like, there's no – there's nothing there. And then, like, because it's a zombie heist movie, it can't hit the heist movie tropes. And then, like, I don't know, the zombie stuff. It's all it's all almost good. I see what you're saying. Like, the best part of a heist movie is, like, when you pull one over on someone, right? And there's no one to pull one over on, right? Yeah. It's, it's just fucking mindless zombies. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and it's all almost there. Like, the zombie tiger, I, I liked. I liked, like, a lot of the gore. I liked a lot of the action. They almost did some cool zombie mythology stuff with, like, the different tears of zombies and like the zombie pregnancy i guess uh, i don't even know, really know what that was about the zombie pregnancy and like i don't know there was like some cool gory stuff in this that i was like all right they're kind of doing something cool but mostly it didn't 
it, it, it didn't really gel together. I just had a great time watching this. I thought the fact that he even tried to do some zombie mythology stuff. All right, so here's the thing. I think he does a lot of stuff where he just mentions and just never fucking talks about again. And it's really infuriating. I think that's maybe one of the biggest weaknesses. Like, the zombie pregnancy is, like, one of the things, right? Like, the zombie fetus. Why introduce that if you're, if you're not doing anything with it? And he does that a lot in this movie. Um, but, I mean... The, the parts that I liked were really fun. I think most of the characters were good. I think the daughter character is okay. She's, she's fine. I think she's misplaced in this weak, really, yeah, like really weak subplot with like saving the refugees. And I think that's like the worst part of the movie. And that's the thing that could be cut down, really cut some of the gristle of the fat. I, I would like this movie. movie a lot better if it was like only like two hours long or like an hour and a half long, right? Then I would have been like, a lot more with it. There is a fair bit of cool stuff in the setting of, like, the empty Vegas city. I like the Coyote character as someone who, like, knows Vegas and has been sneaking people in, and, like, I liked all that. I sort of got some of the camaraderie you're supposed to get from a buddy heist movie. Like, I, I got a little bit of that from the characters, but it's just, it's it just, some of it didn't gel. By the end, I was just like, alright, it's predictable and dumb. Care about these characters. It's all super predictable, though. Like it didn't really pull its punches when it came to killing off its characters, right? I mean, no, it didn't. But then I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like they're gonna like go all the way with this. But then I was like, oh wait, I don't care about any of these characters. So why do I care that they're going all the way and killing them off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my thought. I was like, oh wow, shit, they're actually doing this. And then I was like, wait, why do I give a shit? I don't. And so then I kind of like took away that little bit of credit I was giving it. So okay, okay, I will say one thing about just to go back to something Jeff said. I mean, you think that one of the weaker zombie points is the the birth of the, the fetus or the fetus itself. That stuff doesn't really bother me as much because, I mean, I think about zombie movies and zombie movies are like, they're never about explaining the zombies, right? They're never about like, how did the zombie apocalypse happen? Or like, why did people turn into zombies, right? It's It's always just a matter of fact. And like, I think that that's kind of the angle where he's coming from, like, this is just an evolution to these zombies and it's just kind of matter of fact and like you don't shouldn't have to care about why they're pregnant. It's just they're pregnant and it it's fine or it's it's fine that there's like alphas now. Right. So like I did enjoy that he is trying to push the lore, push the mythology of zombies in a different direction versus like I think, you know, of course, Donna Dead is, is a remake of, you know, the uh, George A. Romero movie. So it's like it, it's kind of trying to stick within that world. But like I think. This being like a not a sequel that, all right, like this is kind of his own whole vision of what he kind of wants zombies to be. I thought it was pretty creative and I really enjoyed that part. All right, so let's go back to Zack Snyder. So, like, I think we all have differing opinions somewhat on this movie, which I didn't really expect. I, I thought we were all really going to like this, but would you guys agree? Top three Zack Snyder, Dawn of the Dead, Snyder Cut, and this? Well, maybe not for Amir. I think for me, you know what? As much as I think people give shit to Watchmen, I might like Watchmen more than this still. I can't get around how badly he misunderstood the yeah. Yeah. the source material. I think I think that's a big hurdle for me because it's just totally not what the source material is about. And I get that, but I think the visuals of of Watchmen I think are still some of his best work is is in that movie. This is not a movie I like for ideological reasons, but like 300 as an action movie yeah it whips pretty hard 
it whips pretty hard, and it's not like the weird fascisty way he takes it is like anything different from what Frank Miller was doing with the comic. So like, right. oh, like dumb guy interpretation of this comic, perfect. That is exactly what Frank Miller intended. So I feel like there's no there's no misinterpretation there. I feel like 300 has got to be in his top three. What if it's just his first three movies, Dawn of the Dead, 300, and Watchmen? (laughs) (laughs) Is it Sucker Punch Punch before Watchmen, or is it Watchmen before No, no, no. Sucker Punch is two years after. You guys, I will not stand for fucking the Owls of Kahuli. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Owls of Kahuli, Sucker Punch, and uh, Dawn of Justice. (laughs) I'd be really curious to to hear what our audience thinks. I mean, if anyone has any, like, what's your, you know, top three Zack Snyder films, if you, if you care about Zack Snyder enough. (laughs) I think it's so fascinating that like the reaction is all over the place for this movie. I think there are people who hate it. There are people who love it. So is our split here indicative of like the wider reception? I think so. I feel like I liked it the most, and then Derek, and then you, Amir. I think that's probably where, yeah. That sounds about right. And I feel like, yeah, I just, I I think I was a little disappointed. I think Zack Snyder got my hopes up with the Snyder Cut, and, uh, like, not that that was straight up good either, but, like, it was a good repair job, and I was like, oh, well, maybe he's gonna do something good when he's, like, starting from scratch, and it's just like, oh, no, he's just being Zack Snyder again. Why is this movie as long as The Godfather 2? It shouldn't be. It, it fucking because shouldn't be. Because it's the Godfather. No, <laughs> yeah, this is the Godfather Force. Next it's just not. It doesn't have to be this long. If it was two hours long, I feel like I'd like this movie a lot more. It just. It all felt so thin. Like the daughter redemption plotline was thin, and like the love story between him and his second in command was thin. And that was not needed. Yeah, I understand why he inserts that right before she dies, but like it's just yeah. not it, necessary. That worked for that, that. That death did work for me, by the way. Her just her head cool getting turned death. around there. That was that fucking whipped. That was a good one. There were like there were some cool action set pieces. Like, there, there were some good action things in this. Jeff, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. You're right on that. There were some there were some good there were some good fights in this. Uh, but it's just, it all felt like it was all almost there. Garrett Dillahunt's evil, like, you know, betrayed, like, he, he's Slimy fucking... douchebag. Yeah, he's like, uh, what, Bishop from Alien or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right? He's like the evil corporate guy sent to do the the secondary evil mission that nobody else on the team knows about. He betrays everybody, right? But I've already mm-hmm. seen that done in better right, movies, right, right. and this is like... Not quite there. Although he's a very creepy looking actor and a great villain, right? Terminator S- Sarah Connor Chronicles, right? Like he's Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh what's what's his name? A Cromarty. Yeah, that's right. That's a fun little plot line. But it, again, it was like almost there. It didn't quite like make it all the way over the over the line to me. Alright, so you know who fucking is the secret MVP of this movie? Fucking Samantha Wynn as Chambers. She fucking ruled in this movie. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, Guzman's friend, who yeah. I thought she was going to get taken out like a chump. Yeah. But, Dude, but yeah. she, she went, went out like a champ instead of a chump. That was a good death. The funny thing is, like, it was a great scene, and I like I agree with you. Like, that's an awesome character. But Amir's talking about this being really bloated. She's the one I would cut, though, right? Really? Like, that whole segment what? doesn't seem I wouldn't needed. cut that at all. I liked it. He it's betrays awesome. her. I'm not saying it's not awesome, but I just feel like it's not necessary. Right? Oh, like, see, why? I think it is. It sets up him being a fucking betraying asshole. And then it lays this little plot line of, oh, she's dead, so he got away with it. And then she's alive again, and you're like, oh, shit. She's going to tell somebody, and then she doesn't. Like, if I'm dying, my last words would have been, yo, that motherfucker's going to betray you! <laughs> not like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but... I. 
I like that whole sequence actually a lot. I, I guess for me, it's like once you learn that he has a secondary plot, then you just kind of know that he's going to do something, right? Like you know that he has an ulterior motive and you know that something's going to happen where he's probably going to betray them. Like you don't need to establish that ahead of time for me, at least. Like I understand he's a douche, right? Like he's he's suspicious from the beginning, you know, like because like he's not part of the crew that's chosen. Like, you know. Yeah, she's she's an obvious red shirt, right? Because like they're just like at the last second. Like she just shows up with uh, Guzman with Guzman at, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I just brought my homies with me. And she's like, yeah, stop. I'm here to die. So like that, that, that was. But he stretched that red shirt trope out to like he the, did. the yeah. very coolest limits, right? Yeah. It's a great homage to Vasquez from Aliens, you know? Yes, she's, yes. She's even got the red bandana. Yes, so it, is a, it is a great shout out. I did appreciate that. So talking about another cool character, and I've already brought this up, I w- would love to talk about the Dieter character, right? Because I think he is hilarious. I love that he is a person that is extremely fascinated with, I guess, cracking the safe, right? Like this is like his dream to be able to crack the safe. and But I also love that he's like the guy who doesn't know how to kill zombies, right? And then and then he has yeah. that kind of relationship with, um, I can't remember Vandero. the character's name. Yeah, like I love that 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 like you know at first it's a very kind of contentious relationship at least on one end, but then by the end they're like bros or like you know fist bumping, and I, I did like that kind of progression in, in their stories. That was like a B plot line that I enjoyed. And like speaking of Vanderos character, I feel like that character is pretty interestingly written. He's he comes off like this meathead with this buzzsaw who's like killing zombies left and right. But he's very, very philosophical in his dialogue, which I thought was very interesting. Well, he has a PhD in philosophy or something, right? That's yeah. what it says in the beginning or whatever. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's yeah, funny. when they're doing those like that montage where they're holding up their portraits, it says like a degree in philosophy or something like that. So was anyone else confused when he did that whole spiel on, like, the time loop thing. Yes. I thought they were. I thought they would do that shit for real. No, I, I, just like, thought, I thought it was just a hilarious bit, and I loved it. I was like, oh, this guy's cool. I like that he's just, like, joking about this in this in this scenario. Like, that's, a, that's But a people chocolate. are straight up latching onto this thing. But they took it, like, seriously in that movie, because they did more with it than just, like, throwaway dialogue. If he was just talking about it, but they did, like, flashes to each character and then like what all the corpses were wearing so i thought they were doing that shit for real for a second mm-hmm. and then i was like oh okay they're not really actually doing that it's just a throwaway thing but i thought it was pretty funny but there's a lot of that in this movie yes are we gonna talk about the zombie yeah are we gonna talk about the fucking robots in this yes wait the what the robots, so like in the final set piece where they're in the casino and they're shooting all the zombies, a bunch of the zombies are fucking robots. <laughs> Amir's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Wait, what? So very specifically, it's the scene where it's it's uh, Guzman, Coyote, and De Patista's character, right? They're trying to get to the elevator. Right, yeah. Right, and they're being kind of salted by a bunch of zombies. And there is one specific zombie... That goes after Guzman and Guzman shoots him in the head and you just see a bunch of sparks. And like circuitry come out of it. And circuitry, yeah. It's more than one. There's a bunch of them. I noticed, because I watched it twice, I noticed it more the second time. There were some like on the way out of the vault too. So I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I didn't understand it. And I was just like, what is going on here? That's... The part that's a little frustrating to me because now you're introducing like something that is not even touched upon. Like it's not even recognized in the movie. Like it wasn't be like, did someone just see a robot? Like or you know, it wasn't even joked about. It was just yeah. something that happens, and then like 
I'm very confused. Like, I don't know if it's like real or if it's just maybe bad editing or bad CG, right? Like it, it just makes it look like it's a robot, but it's not. But it clearly to me looks like a robot that was shot. I think it's an Easter egg because I read this interview with Zack Snyder. I was like, oh, you, you found the robot zombies or whatever. And it's like, maybe it's the government keeping tabs on this zombie kingdom. Who knows? They're like imposter zombies. I'll never tell. You know, he's like one of those fucking doing one of those troll jobs, you know? I mean, that would make sense, I guess, because the army is there at the beginning with Tanaka's character, right? And like, Right, 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 right. You know, so it's like, maybe? Maybe that's how they know about this alpha that they're trying to grab, you know? Yeah. See, I didn't even catch that these were fucking robot zombies, but I like that. That makes me like the movie more. And I like that he doesn't <laughs> explain it. I like there's no lore behind it. It's just robot zombies. Fuck it. I thought it'd be cool. I'm throwing it in my movie. I, I like that attitude. Just, you know, not two hours and 45 minutes of it. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. I like that. I like that he's not explaining it. There's no lore behind it. There's just robot zombies. That that whips, dude. Go Zack Snyder. I'm, I'm behind you on that one. Jeff, I'm, I'm glad I am not the only one that caught that because <laughs> I was like, what? I you know I try to talk to one of my friends about it who actually watched the movie too and he's like I didn't catch that are you sure and I'm like yes I'm very sure it's a freaking robot I swear I, I might maybe I was a little checked out by the by, by the end there I don't know I don't know but um, go what back about, it's, it's just like that part I described go back and watch that part and you'll right, see it I will I will I'm gonna loop back around to the very beginning when you're like oh this isn't a sequel to um uh to the Dawn of the Dead movie it kind of felt like it was a sequel though it could have been. Right? It felt like it was the sequel to a zombie movie that you've already seen, which I kind of liked actually at the beginning. Like, it's sort of like these guys have already gone through the zombie apocalypse and it's right, already right. kind of wrapped up. And you're like picking up at that part of the story. Like, I like that idea. And, you know, they're. I think Dawn of the Dead, the, the infection's already like spread so far that like it's probably like the entire country. Yeah, yeah. Like, you couldn't um, have then, done it. And then yeah. here it's just, just Vegas. Yeah, you couldn't have done this. I'm a little confused by this then. Is it only in Vegas? I think so, yes. yeah. It's only Vegas. Is the implication then that the character of Dave Bautista, Vanderhoe, and I don't remember the, the female's name, they were lived in Vegas and they were trying to escape Vegas? Yeah, or... I, th- I, I think they all escaped Vegas together or whatever. Right, and that's why they call each other family? I think, I think so, yeah. Is the scene we see with the mother before they escape? You know, when Dave Bautista has to kill his wife? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It, that's, yeah, it's that's not, what, it's not yeah. clear. That's it's not, not clear. clear. Okay. Not sure how much it matters. I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Apparently, apparently, Dave Bautista's character is an ex-mercenary who took part in the failed military intervention before Vegas was quarantined. Okay. Because we also see videos of Guzman, like, killing zombies. Is he sneaking into Vegas to do this? Maybe he's from Vegas before the lockdown and he became, like, a, I don't know, YouTube star, Twitch star, oh, or whatever, star doing that. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, all, it's, it's it, it seemed like, like he was yeah. live streaming, like, zombie killing from, like, you know, where he was from. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. There's so many things you can nitpick about, like, with the timeline and, like, the origins of the characters, but well, it doesn't really matter. None of that shit bugs me, but you guys brought it up. Like, like that's not why I didn't enjoy the movie. Like, none, none of this nitpicky shit matters to me. Well, it's, I mean, I, it's, it's a little nitpicky to me only because I know Vegas pretty well. Not because I go there and, like, get wild or anything. Nice, you guys, nice save. It's nice save, dude. Do, yeah, it's <laughs> seriously, dude. Nice save. I know Vegas very, very well, but not because I go have fun there. I just, you know, I just visit every single fucking church in Vegas. <laughs> Fuck you, Derek. You're such a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, people know me by name there. No, it's uh, it's because my fiance actually like lived there for a couple years. Nice. So I would I would go there pretty frequently to visit her. The funny thing is like the barrier that they set up 
definitely does not cover all of Vegas. It really only covers the strip. Like there, you know, Vegas is much bigger than that. Right? Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of yeah, suburbs yeah, yeah. around around the strip so it's it's kind of funny that like you know the barrier you see really only kind of covers the strip or that like you know the main area of vegas also logistically that just wouldn't work using yeah, shipping, containers. shipping containers yeah it but it's fine whatever I don't, yeah. I don't really care it's it's cool imagery so i mean we're jumping around but like i like the opening sequence yes, to elvis's viva las vegas i think it's one of the better Zack snyder openers i think he always has pretty great openers Okay, the the only thing I didn't like about the opener, I didn't like the car crash. That that yeah, couple, that was really. It just felt mean, unnecessarily mean. They just got married, enjoying a little roadhead, <laughs> and then they just died. Like I don't know. I mean, a, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it just it felt. I don't know. It feels bad, man. I don't know. I felt bad for them. Pretty contrived too. Like let's could have found some other way to cause that crash. But right? but I I did write down this Vegas montage rules. So I I did I did really like that uh, that opener. Ugh, the Zack Snyder needle drops, though. <laughs> I didn't think they were that bad in this one. Gotta hold off a little bit, dude. Come on, zombie, come on. <laughs> I love that fucking song, but come on, dude. Hey, man, I started singing along when I came on. So Me I too. I, I love that song, so but it's just so, like, come on. It's So many people are complaining. It's like, oh, that's not what that song is about. I mean, Zack Snyder's always on the nose. At least it's not Hallelujah during a sex scene, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think anything other than that is a million flights of stairs up from from fucking <laughs> Hallelujah during a sex scene. So I'll I'll take it. It's it's fine. So like I'm just looking at my notes and stuff. I'm I'm with this movie up through like maybe like halfway through, and then it just starts getting. Was there a moment like I don't think the there's moment? a I don't think there's like a I'm turning on this movie moment. They suddenly did something so bad. I think it was just like all right, it's not coming together for me. And there's another like hour. <laughs> I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, the first, like, 30% or so, I was taking all the notes, I was really invested, and then, like, I'm just like, alright, we're not going anywhere with this so much. But, I mean, there's some good moments in it. I'm not, like, a complete hater. I didn't have to stick needles under my eyelids to prop them open. I just <laughs> like, it's just, like, it was fine. But, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to like it, I think. Okay, that's like, fair. I think there's a lot of really cool elements in here that like could have like, hey, there's like a zombie king and queen, and they have like a zombie baby, the weird zombie like cast system and zombie animals, and like all that shit could have been really cool. Like the weird, like they kind of go into like how they convert people, but then don't. He leaves a bunch on the table when it comes to the zombie mythology, which is fine. But then you can cut a lot of shit out if you're never yeah, going to go anywhere that's, with that's, it. That's true, right? Like they show us that whole thing of this guy getting converted. It's like, all right, you already told us that that's what's going to happen. You don't have to show him. Also, I hated the Theo Rossi character. It feels like a relic from like the eighties or the nineties. Oh, like, like how blatant he was! Rapist security guard. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like that's just like always relevant. I feel like that archetype doesn't die because that's what a lot of these fucking petty people with power will do in that situation. Yeah, I, I so, guess. So, I, mean, I don't know. It didn't bother me. It, it reminds me of the Phil Dunphy character from Dawn of the Dead. The Phil Dunphy. <laughs> the Ty, Ty Burrell <laughs> character. Phil Dunphy. Nice. I did like that. They invited him just to get fucking. Oh, that was so yeah, clear. Yeah. I like, uh, like when she's like, oh, we need another guy. I was like, all right, the guy's <laughs> yeah, fucked. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's done. And I liked her. I, I think the coyote might have been my yeah, favorite character. Yeah, I did she like was that cool. character. Because that, that was the moment in the movie where it turned into something I was not expecting, right? Like, I was expecting that everyone was just going to go into this city and, like, not realize there was something different about these zombies. But I, I really appreciated that this character, 
like kind of was our guide and like she knew mm-hmm. that these these zombies were different right that they she had to like do something special in order to like you know she basically had to offer a sacrifice in order to to build goodwill like that that kind of world building was very fascinating to me and I was like oh okay I am starting to like this a lot more than I thought I would because of that because I think he was trying something that you know other movies other zombie movies haven't done or don't do mm-hmm. so i want to talk about tig Notaro for a second because i yes. i know amir you didn't like the character and Ugh, she did, did nothing not. for you she did nothing for you but did you think her replacement of chris delia was seamless like if you didn't know that happened would yeah. you even yeah, realize yeah. yeah absolutely it wasn't it I was wasn't, done really yeah, well i wasn't like yeah, it was Oh no! This is like a Chris Delia outline. Like no, it was, it was very. <laughs> it was very. It was. It wasn't Princess Leia or whatever. Like it was very. I mean, very, you gotta have to give Zach very well props done. for for taking the effort to like. Technically, yeah. Technically, very well done. And enhancing his his uh, newfound reputation as like an as like a non misogynist like good dude. Yeah. Right, yeah. like, 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 continuing to demolish that like myth of him being like a piece of shit or whatever. Which I don't know where it came from, but maybe, maybe like the way his fans acted or something. I think it's just the but way his like, fans act. He, I don't know. He got it was like, oh, Zack Snyder's like, I don't know, the evil like comic book guy, and like Joss Whedon's the good one, and we'll surprise. It's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it, te- technically it was done. It was done pretty flawlessly for me. I do think a casualty of that replacement is Gita. Because you don't find out what happened to her in the helicopter crash in the end. I was like, did she survive? I'm assuming she died. Oh, I think she died, yeah. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me that she might have survived. Because she rode up in the front, so I think the shot maybe would have been too complicated with Chris Delia uh, in it. And, like, they couldn't show the body or something. And they just, just uh, kind of left it. Cut out. Okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. The one thing I did notice is that in the very first scene when you meet Take's character... The Kate character says, like, oh, she's in. If you, like, read her lips, it's very clearly. It's he. He, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, really? That's, that's fine. Oh, that's funny. But th- that stuff is, like, never, you know, unless you knew. I don't yeah, think you would notice. You would but notice. I, I knew. I knew. So I was, like, reading the lips. So I was like, oh, that's 80 yard. If you know, there are definitely places where you can kind of tell. Oh, yeah, tell you can definitely tell. Where, where, like, she's not filmed with anyone else. And, like, the the whole meeting, the first time meeting between Ward and, um, and Maria and and uh, Marianne, like, they're never filmed together, right? It's just mm-hmm. separate shots the whole time. Like, you you notice, but, I mean, it's it's pretty well done, considering yeah. they shot this entire movie with this problematic person who's, like, into underage girls and shit, and they they spent the money and the effort to to just totally wipe him out of the movie. Good, good on them. I like watching, like, the, um, the YouTube videos where they do... Like a, a director like breaks down a scene. Have you seen those? Like the Vanity Fair likes to do them a lot. I haven't watched those yet of, of this movie, but I'm, I'm interested in Van- Vanity Fair did one where like Zack Snyder talks about, he talks about that scene where, you know, uh, Tanaka's character describes the heist and we kind of see it go successfully. Right, right, right. And there is one scene he, he talks about where he had to recreate it with Tig's character and the meticulous chore it was to try to recreate the scene because he had to get the angle just right so that it didn't look off and i was like that's dedication and i appreciate that right like that attention to detail and like that effort to try to like seamlessly add her to this movie so like i i give them all props like there are definitely moments where you could tell 
right? That it's off or yeah. it doesn't look exactly right. The lighting may be a little bit off, but it doesn't matter because I think they made the right choice to do this. And I, I definitely appreciate that about this movie. And while we're on the subject of technicals, did Zack Snyder's cinematography bother you guys with his like penchant for shallow focus? No. Nah. Everything was in shallow focus. It actually didn't bother me. I thought it was fine. Didn't bug me either. I actually really liked it, actually. I, I thought it was unique because I'm, I'm not, I don't know how much like other movies use it or like if there's a movie that uses it as much as this, but I really enjoyed it. I think, I think it gave this, this, uh, this movie a different feel. Yeah, people were really ragging on it. They're like, oh, this movie looks like he filmed it on a iPhone with portrait mode on or something. <laughs> but I thought it was fine. I think it's way less egregious than some other directors with fucking like, Kenneth Branagh and his fucking Dutch angles. Oh my god, those are fucking awful. Like, if you rewatch the fir- the first Thor, holy fuck, those Dutch angles are <laughs> awful. <laughs> I feel like you're a Dutch angle hater, though, right? Dude, Dutch angles are so fucking stupid. I hate them. Why? It's like a normal scene, and then you make everything sideways, and it's slanted. Why? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's so stupid. And also, I think J.J. Abrams is way worse with his lens flares, you know? I thought this was fine. This didn't bug me. Yeah, it didn't bug me at all. And I think his action blocking and his action choreography is great. Everything's clear. Everything's like in daylight. Everything's well lit. Yes, everything's very clear. I've said in the past that I think Zack Snyder might make a pretty good, you know, uh, cinematographer. And I, I don't think this is like the best thing I've seen in the world. But I think he... He could be his own, you know, cinematographer, director of prince, you know, photography in the future because like I think this movie looks great and yeah. and I really enjoyed it. It does look good. I think this action is better than Justice League at least. That was the Snyder cut. Probably. Uh... Yeah, probably. I think the Snyder cut stuff is a little weightless. Just too much CGI. I think there's a lot of practical stuff here that I like. Yeah. I think like when they're escaping the vault and that Alpha's just like dodging Ward's attacks. That was pretty well done. I thought that was that was a neat little choreography moment. Yeah, I think I think a lot of this is is good stuff. No, I I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. So can we quickly talk about? I mean, I know we've already talked about the Dieter character, but I think it should be known that there is another movie coming in this universe. Wait, what? Oh, really? I yes. didn't even know that. So it is a movie called army of thieves and it revolves around the Dieter character so presumably it is a prequel to this movie and i believe it has to do with the lore of this safe that he cracks like i was reading about it and i think uh, zach Snyder talks about it in some interviews where like this person that designed the safe designed other safes that are like named after the same Uh, you remember in the movie he talks about like um book or something like talks about this was like the last chapter of it like he names other vaults based on like previous chapters and i believe the movie is about him breaking one of those other vaults oh Um, interesting and the movie's actually directed by matthias i don't know how to say his last name but the guy who actually plays dieter schweighoffer so it's really cool like it's it's set in the same universe it's it's directed by him he's going to be starring in it like i'm down for it man i'm down for it I wonder when they decided, like, this character is so much of a hit, we're going to do a spinoff with him. That's wild. Right? Because it, it, apparently it's already been filmed, too. 
Like it's not like it's going to be filmed. Yeah, it's already they filmed, been in, filmed in Germany in October, and yeah, and it, it wrapped in December. So, so this was a decision wow. long, long ago. That's before. so interesting. Like, I don't know if it's like after like Snyder was like, "This guy's great. We should just like greenlit a movie." Yeah, must just love, must just love the guy again. That's wild. I mean, he's great, but I feel like the safe cracking in this was fucking some Looney Tunes shit. It was like yeah. I think any safe where you can crack by like listening into the fucking thing isn't worth like two fucking dollars you know <laughs> i don't even know if that works can you fucking do that i feel like you can't do that not even with like a shitty safe i don't know i have who, no idea who came up with the trope where you like listen at the safe and like uh, the the clicks it, it was probably a real thing that people used to do and god knows when i think nowadays like you can't just put your ear up to the no, door that's what i'm saying well that's yeah saying. but i mean i think you used to be able to do it right a movie that does this kind of exact same concept better, I think, is do you guys do you, have you guys seen the Italian Job? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, like it's the same concept, right? She has to listen to the safe, or else if, if she fails one more time, it's going to close forever, right? I think like that movie does it so much better. So, like, yeah, I I agree that the safe cracking in this movie was not the best. So, hopefully. In a movie called Army of Thieves, where it's about, I think, cracking saves or breaking, you know, an actual heist movie, I, I hope it's better. Yeah. I mean, I think that just sums up the movie in general. This movie wants to be so many things, and it's just not the best at all of them. So, I think that's that's fine. So, how does... Gosh, what is his name? Uh, Van, Vander... Uh, whatever his name is? Vandero. 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 How does he live at the end of this movie. They don't explain the fallout or anything. Yeah, He's like my okay from the thought radiation. is like, oh, this guy's just gonna, is like, is like cooked to death by emerging in the middle of a like nuclear fireball. <laughs> like, what? I mean, you, I mean, maybe he's deep enough where it's just the radiation and he comes out and like, he's still got a couple of days left to live before the, the radiation really kicks in. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter because he got bit anyway. I do feel like that ending was a little mean-spirited like can we just have like one win you know yeah because yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like everyone got fucked over in this movie it, it's like that was his way of doing yet another trope of 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 the yeah like just here's how we're gonna do that and it took me by surprise maybe because it made no fucking sense but i did not see that guy living at all well, i mean when he throws him in the vault i'm like okay he's gonna live right at the end. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, he's the guy that's setting up either, you know, it's part of the trope, but it's also like, a, this is how you can continue this franchise, right? Like, you can have another army of the dead because the zombie, you know, the zombies haven't been eliminated, right? It's going to spread in, in Mexico now. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get it. Yeah. And a lot of people talk about all the actors in this movie, but I, I feel like no one really talks about the... The actor and actresses that play uh, the Alpha and the Queen, I think mm. they're great physical actors. I think they did a really great job in this movie. I think uh, the guy's name is Richard Citrone, and the girl's name is Athena Parample. They did great. That makeup must have taken, like, fucking forever to apply. Yeah, it was good. Um, they were able to emote somewhat. Yeah. Some of the mythology here is pretty cool. Not, like, mythology, but, like... The world building where the queen is basically just like a Vegas showgirl and then her yeah. showgirl outfit turned into like her, her zombie queen regalia, which is really fucking cool. I thought that's really neat. I thought it was so cool seeing like all the different kind of like Vegas 
personalities that you would see like an Elvis. Yeah, you would, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, like yeah. casino workers. You see showgirls. Like it all makes sense. And I just love that they can kind of live in that world a little bit. I, I really did appreciate that. Yeah. Any other characters that like did or didn't work for you guys? Like, I think it's like a a split half and half. I think we've talked about the ones that work and the good ones, yeah, and, and the ones that don't. I mean, if we haven't really talked about them, they don't really work. I feel like. Okay, one thing that jumped out at me—not a character, but like a premise that they were doing—the whole temperature gun, COVID analog thing. Yeah, that was just like, all right, come on, didn't do you have to do that? And it's like the opposite direction. It's like if it's colder. Yeah, like, did you, did you have to do that? Like, could you have just not done that and let us all not think about COVID for, like, two seconds? That's true. That's true. I don't know. That rubbed me the wrong way. But, yeah, because as soon as it starts, like, oh, COVID reference, I'm like, oh. Yeah, oh, you're damn, just, like, COVID just roll your eyes. Like, I did not want to think about COVID for, like, two seconds. Can we please get, like, Hiroyuki Sonata a bigger role in things? <laughs> like, he's, that was a little disappointing. Yeah, he's, he's been getting the shaft in his roles for the longest time. Avengers Endgame, he was just some Yakuza boss that fucking Clint killed, and then he was in two seconds in Mortal Kombat, and then now this, he's he's in it for like five minutes. Please give my man something to do, Jesus. Yeah, that's definitely a criticism. I was like, you know, thinking that he might be, have a bigger part at the beginning of this movie when we see him, but then he ends up just like n- nothing really. Okay, nothing, yeah. And it, so it's like, oh man, like I wish he was in the movie more. To, to, to be fair, most of these roles are nothing really. Yeah, yeah, they're all pretty thin. But he he could have been like a site uh, like a Saito, right? In Inception, like bring him along or something, you know? Like maybe he has for some reason has to come along. He's got the key to like the inner door of the vault after they crack the safe or something. I'm sure you could make up a reason if you wanted to bring him along. If that's all that we got, um, I think that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you? You can find me on my blog at strangeharbors.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at strangeharbors. Uh, what about you guys? Um, you can find me rewatching this movie so, I- so that you can see the ro- the robot. <laughs> right. That is real. That is not made up. <laughs> not fake news. Okay, what about you, uh, Derek? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the wrong day, Dake spelled D A Y I K. But if you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our podcast is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or any of the other popular podcast apps. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please do us a favor and give us a great star rating. It really helps to get our podcast out to more people. Yeah, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, if you want to send us your Zack Snyder rankings please send them to jeff at strangeharbors.com and uh please please be respectful don't be a fucking dick about your (laughs) Zack snyder readings i don't have any tolerance for nonsense like that so send them over we want to read them we're interested so you can send that at jeff at strangeharbors.com we like reading your emails we like reading your comments and other things whatnot we might read them out on the pod so feel free to do that and with that we'll see you guys next week see you next week see you guys then